the York Theatre Royal Podcast. This is a special series of episodes live from the Edinburgh Fringe. Well, I mean, we're live. You're listening to this once we've got around to editing it all. In this episode, I'm joined by Cordelia and Lindsay from Colavoce, an up-and-coming theatre company. I managed to get to see you and I, their latest piece at the Fringe, about how a lonely woman called Fran copes when a super-intelligent robot turns up at her door asking about the origins of the universe. So I'm now joined by some of the cast and creatives from the musical You and I from Acola Voce. Um, thank you for coming on the show. Do you want to just introduce yourselves? Yeah, uh, I'm Cordelia O'Driscoll. I wrote the music and the lyrics for the show. And I'm Lindsay Mannion. I play Fran in the show. Amazing. So for people that don't know the show, what is You and I? Uh, well, so You and I is about a girl called Fran who's really sad and lonely and anxious and then a robot turns up at her door uh, and the show basically follows her trying to teach this robot called Robert how to be human and in doing that she kind of learns how to regain her own identity as well cool so where did this start where did this come from uh, I mean so the first show that me and Tom wrote together was about serial killers and then after we it was a bit darker uh, and then after we wrote that um, maybe a couple of years later or a year, a year or so Tom mentioned the kind of his interest in artificial intelligence yeah. and putting that into a show and then I actually can't really remember when the fully the idea was fully formulated I think it was probably before Christmas when we thought oh we'll, go, we'll write it for the fringe yeah. again and then we storylined it together earlier this year um, just working out various ways you can approach the kind of artificial intelligence yeah. side um, and what's the process from idea to let's put a show on at the fringe kind of thing like how do you as a company go about creating it and then rehearsing it well it was quite it was quite intense this time round because we did it in a very short time frame so the, the specific process for this one was that we we had the script and the music ready and then we rehearsed in an Airbnb in Chesterfield <laughs> uh, for two weeks we lived there and rehearsed well, for under two weeks, and we learned everything there. We did the band arrangements there as well. And then, um, then we took it to Hope Mill uh, in Manchester for previews that were terrifyingly yeah. under-rehearsed. And then we've been here for the month. So, yeah, I mean, me and Tom kind of worked on the script and the music, uh, well, the, the whole show together, and then it was a very collaborative environment this time around. Mm. Kind of what you found that similarly in the way yeah. it was together. Yeah. Just, yeah, everyone's throwing ideas it was intense. <laughs> so if you weren't friends at the start of that process, you are, or at least you know each other very well now. Yeah, I think definitely, because yeah. we've, we've all worked together before, apart from um, Cara and Martha, who play the uh, female chorus at Multiple yeah. Brothers, and it was definitely a good way for them just to be launched into the group, because it was such an intense process that everyone became very quickly very close because of the intensity <laughs> of the yeah, experience. Yeah, the, the sort of living in like sharing living in a rehearsal space for two weeks that's yeah. quite yeah I don't know if we'd do it again <laughs> I'll be honest but it was you know you do get things out of it because everyone's so immersed in it. Yeah. so and everyone then knows the show really well and is quite invested because everyone's working so hard literally all the time <laughs> all the time you have it. to live and breathe it really yeah so it does it does help out I think in a way yeah definitely mm. cool so Cordelia you wrote the music <laughs> and the lyrics so What's your kind of background in um, sort of music writing? Um, so I've been writing songs since I was like 14-ish and singing them. So I've yeah. done a lot of sing-songwriter stuff. And when I went to uni, I did English and music. 
but I didn't really do much practical music at university. Mm. I did much more English, but so I was just doing a lot of songwriting on yeah. the side, um, and then yeah, just a lot of songwriting, songwriting for myself and with other people, and then. In final year of uni, uh, me and Tom thought it would be fun to take a show to the Fringe, and so we decided to write Buried, which is the first show I ever yeah. wrote for, for theatre, for musical theatre. Um, and then f- I was never expecting to, for that to become like a kind of, uh, even a suggestion of like a career yeah. path, but then it went really well. So then this is now the second show that I've written, um, which has been, yeah, really fun. Um, how do you kind of approach, so say if you're writing a new show, what's kind of, where do you start? Um... I don't often start in quite weird places, I think. For the literal, the literal beginning, I think maybe whatever is the strongest idea that, like, pops out. So I, I wrote... I really have written, like, a couple of the songs to this before we'd written anything to do with the storyline um, because of, like, thinking, like, oh, that concept will definitely be in the show in some way. Um, but it varies, really, because some... I guess if there was more s- strong structure from the start, then you might have different ideas, yeah. but, yeah. Cool. Um, so Lindsay, um, how did you go about sort of creating these characters then in the rehearsal room? Um, <clears throat> oh, I don't really know. Well, I mean, again, we all like lived in this rehearsal space, so you really had time to get into the headspace. But it was hard. But I've really enjoyed getting to do her as a character. I think she's really great, and it's really fun to go on such a journey um, but yeah I just I really like her as a character so it was really fun to kind of get me yeah. deep into you get a lot of uh, fun is. back and forth between you and Robert yeah. throughout the show what's kind of how did you go about creating like a robot character that's <laughs> well, I not mean, normal necessarily Lawrence just came in and smashed it really mm. he just had he, he had the voice nailed from day one and it's just it's just very easy because it's it's just so fun to watch yeah because he just really yeah definitely you can see the band at the back they were they all, I was like surely at this point you kind of you know all the jokes you're like 20 <laughs> something performances in at the yeah. fringe you're like but you're still really enjoying well, it well I think everyone does things quite differently every day which is quite fun yeah. uh, I was literally like hysterically laughing at one point of the show the other day when I was playing in that the bit in the karaoke bit where Cara plays the old lady yeah. who's singing Danny Boy and I just like found it particularly funny that day and I was playing but I was like crying with laughter like <laughs> trying to contain myself and I just couldn't so it just like really got me but yeah I think I think yeah I think the immersive process really helped everyone to get their characters together but yeah, yeah as you say cool. we, we saved so much rehearsal time by Lawrence yeah. just knowing what to do because I think that that character should have been incredibly difficult mm. to get together but because Lawrence that is just where his like talents like really excel in like impersonations and voices oh, okay. he just he's so good at it so he could just come in straight away and he just knew how to do it and it was just like mm, great yeah have you got any particular sort of favourite moments in the show I mean, I, I love the karaoke yeah. sequence. Yeah, I like so fun. It's really fun to play, and I just, it's just, yeah, it's just really fun. And it's, I, I feel like the audience really get behind yeah. that section every time, and it's like a little bit of a turning point in the emotional part of the show. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that's one of my favourite bits, yeah. I think I just love the scenes with me and Lawrence. They're so fun to do, and he's so fun to watch. And, yeah, they're just a lot of fun but also the karaoke bit is really fun as well mm. yeah the, the audience like definitely that. really reacted well to that mm. yeah 
it's just a bit naff and a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how have you found the audience reaction sort of overall? Um, I think re- really nice. Mm. Um, yeah. More, a lot more emotional than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people really really getting emotionally invested in the storyline and the kind of grief storyline as well and um, I think it's quite funny well not, it's not really funny but it is kind of funny in a way when you're playing because the light's so bright I can't see yeah. any of the audience but after the the song that um, Fran sings with her sister I can just hear like loads of sniffing but I can't see anything so I always yeah. have to like stop myself laughing because it's like very surreal like yeah. playing and just hearing people go like in yeah. the silence after the song it's quite, quite upset yeah. I did notice like so, yeah. I did study A-level music so yeah. Um, so you definitely um, kept bringing back a certain motif of um, the sort of sisters motif mm. was that was that something you sort of thought of right from the beginning or uh, yeah that that motif I was just playing around with the chords that were in that the song sisters sing together and I just I guess the way I write is often just like improvising things yeah. and I just like improvised that whole section um, and I because it was it was just me doing it like the da 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 like not with any words I kind of wasn't sure that it would really go into the show in any way yeah. um, but then as the show kind of develops I kind of thought like well I can put that in there and that can become like more of a theme um, but yeah it literally just came out of my mouth and I was like oh okay because <laughs> it definitely it takes it from uh, sort of a fringe sort of musical performance to something more professional I think where you've kind of got these like professional musical theatre sort of techniques which is really nice to sort of really nice to see um, when an audience comes in to see the show what do you hope that they leave with what's kind of the message or what, yeah, what do you hope for them to experience uh, that's a big question <clears throat> yeah I think I think it's quite uplifting Mm. So hopefully that's the main takeaway. Yeah. For people. Yeah, just I think have enjoyed the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's it's quite uplifting, yeah, heartwarming. Uh, hopefully, kind of like I don't really know actually. It's just yeah, it's just a, it's quite a nice story to watch. Um, yeah, I think I think the overall kind of feeling of people is they're kind of yeah. just very, they come out being really happy and they're, you almost like become proud of the characters yeah. I think because they go on such a journey yeah. so I think you you just kind of just a bit have a, yeah, have a nice I, I definitely got the impression that it's kind of it's partially about being comfortable in your own skin as well mm. kind of oh, recognising yeah. that it's okay who's who you are and, kind of, mm. and, and sort of what it's like to be human I suppose because yeah. you've got this robot thing mm, yeah, um, yeah no I definitely felt that um, but we won't say any spoilers because <laughs> yeah. hopefully people will come and see the show when it comes to TakeOver yes. Um, yes I can't remember the date off the top of my head but I will put that in the outro yeah that's <laughs> important yeah. Um, are you looking forward to coming to part of TakeOver yeah 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 definitely It'd be great um, yeah yeah it's it's really nice because it's it is in October isn't it yes yeah so it's quite nice because that's really soon <laughs> yeah so we're like Every time we've done the fringe before, it's been like, oh my god, we're never going to do the show again. Yeah. We always have, but like, <laughs> there was never any confirmation. Whereas yeah. with this, it's like, okay, like, see you guys in like a month. Yeah. yeah. The show again. How uh, do you feel about? Because if I'm, I think I'm right in thinking you're performing on the main stage in mm. your pitch royal. Is that kind of exciting as well? Yeah, it is and terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's really exciting because obviously the stage in our Edinburgh venue is absolutely tiny. Yeah. Um, which we've kind of made work because. 
when we were rehearsing in the B&B, we had less space than that. <laughs> okay. So, so we, so in that sense, it's all right. But like, it will be really fun to do it on a bigger stage. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. Do you think you're gonna have to rework a few bits just to kind of make it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think so. To fill the space a bit. Yeah. It's yeah. Really compact. Yeah, we've never yeah. even. Uh, I guess when we did it, Hope, Hope Mill is a bigger, bigger stage. Mm. But we always we were only doing two shows there, and we knew we were going straight into a smaller yeah. venue, so we didn't think like, oh, we're going to reblock anything. Whereas for this, yeah, we might need to have a rethink. Yeah, it's all very exciting. Like yeah. a fun rethink. Yeah. yeah. Have you got any other dates planned at the moment? Uh, nothing confirmed yet, but we want to do a lot of development of the show yeah. and hopefully, uh, definitely do it again at some point next year. With a uh, maybe a, a slightly longer version, um, and with like just more to it, more development. Cause it's very much okay. match a first draft of the show. Yeah. Um, so and we feel like everyone involved feels like there's loads of scope to push it uh, in terms of the story and the themes a lot more. So. Well, I suppose now that you've done almost a complete run at the fringe, you can't you know the show so well that you yeah. go okay this this maybe it d- doesn't quite work as well as it could. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can definitely yeah. Uh, sort of. Is there any other sort of projects on the horizon for the company, or, uh, or is it just you and I? Uh, well, so for I'm not sure about what Colavoce are doing. They're doing a lot of I think they've planned a lot of outreach stuff in okay. Sheffield in their base for the next year. Um, I don't think anything is confirmed yet, but um, I think last year after the fringe they did a creative call out looking for people, to, new people to work with, because oh, yeah. they have kind of people that they always work with, which is like us and you know, like buried cast and um, everyone to do with you and I but I think they are looking to expand now they've done yeah. like a few fringes and stuff so um, yeah if you follow them on Twitter and stuff you'll be able to find out because I don't know really. <laughs> but, um, yeah amazing theatre company uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a sort of final thing um, as a relatively young company at the fringe what kind of advice would you give to other companies looking to bring new work up to Edinburgh or at least put on new workers in general? <laughs> uh, in terms of the fringe experience, like try and curate a group of people that get on. <laughs> because we've managed to do that for the past three years yeah. and it's just yeah. made the whole experience like a dream. Whereas I feel like it's a lot more common for there to be a lot of issues yeah. socially which sounds superficial but actually impacts the work and everyone's experience keep the massively. drama on the stage yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally yeah, yeah. Um, so if that's possible I'd say like try and do that because it makes so much a difference if, yeah. if you get on with everyone and everyone is also everyone has the similar, a similar work ethic and drive um, that's quite tricky to do but makes all the difference yeah, yeah. Um, have a have a longer rehearsal period than two weeks yeah. and don't do it in an Airbnb in Chesterfield. Yeah. I'd yeah. say probably maybe not. Yeah, not ideal. Not ideal, but still fun. Yeah. It's all yeah. fun. Just do it, and then and like, you'll learn. Nice you you got through that experience, and you've got a great show as a result. So exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. If you if you want to go to the fringe, don't hesitate. Just do it because I think we didn't hesitate the first time we went, and it was uh, it's opened a lot of doors for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. So if you believe in what you're doing and the work that you're making, then I think it's just just do it. See yeah. what happens. Cause it, the well, you know, nothing might happen, but it might also just be really fun. Yeah, know, and that's yeah. must be sniffed at. It's great. That's a lovely note to end it on. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No worries. Thank, Thank you so for having much. us.
so much to Cordelia and Lindsay for coming on the show. Now, you can catch you and I as part of this year's Takeover Festival. They will be performing on Monday the 28th of October at 8pm in the main house at York Theatre Royal. I cannot recommend this show enough, so go and grab your tickets from the York Theatre Royal box office online or in person now. And why not check out the rest of the festival lineup? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're a first-time listener, then we've got plenty of other episodes for you to go back to. Please give us a nice review and tell your friends and family where to find us. See you soon. Bye. Bye.